Hello, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. Today, we're going to dive into the inquiry of whether you might be settling for less than what it is that you deserve in your love life. And specifically, we're going to dive into whether you may be settling for less than the trifecta. And I'm going to be telling you all about that and what that might look like inside of this podcast episode. I'm your host, Dr. Ezzy Spencer. I'm a best-selling author, a coach, and I help brilliant magical women to create love. I've helped women from all over the world, from their 20s through to their 60s, to step into beautiful, delicious, amazing relationships, even if they thought that it was too late for them or it wasn't going to be possible for them or that love is over in the modern moment uh, with the dating apps. It's not true. You can absolutely still attract people who are going to be amazing aligned suitors for you and create the kind of relationship that your heart longs for. Now, my approach very much is through the lens of self-love. And because sometimes in our search for partnership, what it is that we're actually longing for is a deeper connection with ourselves. And it's not a prerequisite that we need to love ourselves before we get into relationship. But what I find is that when we're really committed to the journey of restoring emotional safety inside of ourselves, where we treat ourselves with loving kindness, with self-compassion, with self-forgiveness, then we are so well-equipped to step into romantic partnership. We are so well-equipped to create that emotional safety for our partners. This makes us even more desirable. And it also means when we're able to stay deeply rooted in our sense of self, in our self-sovereignty, in who we are and how valuable we really are, it means that we have the best shot of attracting someone who's going to be our sovereign equal. And from that place, we can co-create a very healthy, secure and nourishing relationship that will have deep roots that can go the distance. And hey, like we're all in the state of ongoing evolution and growth, um, but it is completely different when you're coming at love, when you're coming at dating and relationships from that place of personal power, of agency and of self-worth. So many of us are affected by so much external conditioning that tells us that we're broken or that we're less than. We can lose sight of the immense value, the intrinsic value that we have simply by being human, simply by virtue of being alive, by having consciousness. And part of my work with clients is around restoring our sense of self, remembering the intrinsic value that we have, and then showing up to the world, showing our true heart, showing our magic, showing our essence to the world, attracting absolutely aligned suitors from that place, and indeed transforming everything in our lives. And Relove certainly works with self-love, dating, and relationships. But when we're working with the primary relationship, the primary relationship with ourselves, then any results in your life will be 360. Every single relationship that you have will be enhanced. When you're in a place of ongoing commitment to self, when you're in a place of enhancing your own self-love, then relationships will transform with you. And if someone can't come with you on the journey, then that relationship will potentially take a pause. It will go through a transmutation. It will go through a change, uh, might even fall away because there's no room for funky dynamics. There's no room for toxic behavior when you are in a place of that deepening self-love. 
And it's not just relationship with people. Your relationship to work will change for the better. Your relationship with money will change for the better. Your relationship with your sense of purpose and meaning, why you're here on the planet, all of that will become more apparent, more clear, simple. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not a magic bullet, but it will happen when you commit to this path of self-realization, self-contentment, self-acceptance, self-love. So if you don't currently have this remembering of what it is that you are here for and what it is that you deserve to receive in relationships, one of the ways that this can play out is that you might shortchange yourself in your romantic relationships or in your sexual relationships. You may settle for less than what it is that you deserve. And the reason for that is often because you do not feel like you deserve the trifecta. And what I mean by the trifecta is the sexual connection, the romantic connection, and the the friendship connection or the meeting of the minds. Now, this is pretty radical because most people have never had the experience of the trifecta, all three of those types of connection with the same person inside of the same relationship at the same time. But it is absolutely possible for you to have this connection. I would go so far as to say that this should be your standard in relationship. This should be the standard when you are looking at entering into a long-term committed partnership. And that is the ultimate goal or the desire of most of the women that come to me for relove is that they do desire to build a future with someone. They want to build a life. They often want to create family. They want to create the type of relationship which will go the distance, you know. And so in order to create a relationship of this level, we go so deeply into what your unique coding, what your unique love blueprint is in relation to each one of the three elements of that trifecta. And we're not looking at shoulds. We're not looking at what that uh, should look like or what it should feel like. We're guiding you back into what that actually feels like inside of yourself. And that can result in an enormous breath of relief once you're able to return to how you are uniquely wired inside of yourself. What is it that's actually going to work for you in each one of these three areas? Because you deserve to be met in these three areas at the same time. And if you don't currently feel like you deserve to be met in each of those three areas, if you don't feel like the trifecta is actually possible for you, that's a sign that there's a little bit of deeper work to be done. Because when you are deeply embodied in your self-worth, then it's just effortless. You will be attracting people into your field who have got realistic prospects of each one of these three elements, right? And it's not like you're going to meet someone and then it's like, yep, absolutely. That's great. On the first date, you've got the trifecta. Let's go. Let's get married. Of course, there's going to be a process of filtering, of vetting someone, of dating them, of getting to know them to ensure that long-term compatibility before you want to work into uh, the presumption of a future together, right? But it's going to be very natural for you to firstly attract these people into your field, but then go through that process of vetting and filtering with that person. And you will not be interested in investing your time or your energy or your resources into a person or into a relationship where you're just not being met in all three of those areas. Yeah. So 
it's ultimately about being in such intimate communion with yourself and really claiming and owning and embracing and reveling in that completely, what it is that has you come alive in each one of those three areas. And that's going to make you wildly attractive to the type of suitors who are going to be in real alignment with you, who are going to be ready, who are going to be available, who are going to be willing and able to turn the wheel of love with you. You're going to see them, you're going to attract them, and they're also going to see you when you're in this place of embodied self-worth. So I know it can feel scary sometimes to raise the bar or to raise your standards, but ultimately it is going to make you more magnetic to someone who is truly going to be a match for you. Someone who's going to be a real viable contender to co-create the nature of the relationship, the quality of the relationship that your heart is craving. Now, if you're not currently in that place, that deep sense of embodied self worth that deeply grounded sense of self-sovereignty is that you may find yourself in one of two situations or two situationships in a way with the type of relationships that you're getting into or the type of uh, people that you're dating. And so firstly, you might find yourself in the situationship where you have a wonderful friendship connection and you have a wonderful heart connection So you've got the best friend chemistry being present. You've got that sense of companionship or togetherness and you certainly have the love. So this person is more than like a platonic friend. Yeah, you know, you've got two out of the three in the trifecta and, you know, as the great meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad, but I want you to have the three out of three. I want that to be your standard. I know that's absolutely possible for you, right? But in this particular situation, this person has um, the best friend chemistry, you've got the friendship connection, you've got the heart connection, but of course you do not have the third aspect, right? Which is the physical connection, the sexual connection. However, this person is still a bit like a surrogate partner for you, right? So you've got this person in your life playing a role, which is more like a romantic or an intimate partner, but the sexual component isn't there. And that may be because this other person is not available for that for whatever reason. Um, it also may just be that the chemistry, like the physical sexual chemistry is just not present with that person as well. Yeah. However, because the other two uh, elements are there and this person is playing that role of the surrogate partner, this person is playing a significant role in your life. Yeah. And what that might look like is that you might be in constant dialogue with that person. You might be texting each other throughout the day, texting, emailing, whatever. You're constantly thinking about that person whenever you're seeing something funny or you're having an experience. The first person that you think about sharing that with this person, the surrogate partner, You know, this person might be the plus one that you're bringing with you to events or they're bringing you to their events. You might end up being a bit of a buffer for that person or vice versa. You know, this is the person that you go to to give a running commentary of your experience. Uh, And again, this is a person that you have a great deal of love for. But if there's not a sexual or a physical connection with this person, but this person is playing that role of a surrogate partner on an ongoing basis in your life, and you are someone who is looking for long-term partnership, then there are risks associated with staying in this kind of situationship. Because this surrogate partner is literally taking up space. This person is taking up a lot of time and attention and energy and focus and thoughts and um, energetic and emotional space in a way that is preventing someone else from coming in. 
in a way that you can be met on that friendship level, the way that you can be met in terms of that heart connection, but then you're also met as well by that third dimension of what is involved in an intimate partnership, which is, you know, a physical connection beyond hugs. Like I am talking about the sexual connection. That's an essential ingredient of an intimate partnership. Yeah. And so if you are allowing this person in your life where there's no sexual or the physical connection for whatever reason, and that's not uh, continuing to evolve or emerge, then there is going to be an opportunity cost to that kind of relationship. It may be that you are settling for less than what you deserve in that type of relationship. Now, the second type of relationship is actually, again, where you've got the two out of three. So you might, in this second type of relationship, you might have that sexual connection being present and you might have a friendship with that person. So this could be more of a friends with benefits situation, but without the romantic love or without a reciprocated romantic love, uh, because of course the trifecta isn't just what it is that you're feeling for the other person. You know, you want the other person to be feeling the trifecta for you too. You want to be met on all three of those levels. That's a critical dimension of this. You're certainly selling yourself short. If you've got the trifecta with someone and you're investing with someone, but the other person doesn't have the trifecta uh, for you, you know, that's that's not the kind of arrangement where we want you to be continuing to invest your heart in. You know, you deserve better than that beauty. Um, but in this type of situation, the friends with benefits situation or the kind of situation where you, again, might have a physical connection with someone and a lot of love, but there's not a meeting of the minds. That's another type of situation ship, yeah, where that person's not going to be a realistic long-term prospect for you because you do need to be able to have conversations with your partner you know you absolutely deserve that the sex might be great but if you're not being met on the level of the mind or if you're not having that genuine uh, reciprocal heart connection then that could be another way that you're shortchanging yourself um and certainly if you do have the trifecta present with someone they don't have it present back with you then that's playing with fire you know um and so if you're someone who wants real relationship, meaning that you do want to be met on all three of those levels, if you do want to be building that healthy, long-term committed partnership with someone that I invite you to ask yourself if you are involved in a sexual entanglement, then what is that opportunity cost? What is it that you're missing out on? And really important, why are you settling for less than what it is that you deserve? Because whenever we're entering into a situation and whenever we're staying in a situation, whenever we're continuing to invest in a situation which is less than what it is that we want in the long term, of course, there's always going to be some of the needs that are being met. You know, there's always going to be some great elements of the connection. Again, like two out of three is actually pretty good. But two out of three is not great. Two out of three is not mind-blowing. Two out of three is not fantastic. So it's not like a situation ship is necessarily bad because we are certainly having some of our needs met in some way, on some level, in some of the ways, usually multiple ways. And so the invitation, firstly, is to get really clear inside of yourself. What are the needs that need to be met and what are the needs that this particular situation is meeting and what are some of the ways that this particular situation is not meeting you and then what are some of the costs of continuing to be involved in that particular situation ship what are you missing out on and are the costs worth it it may well be that you do not actually want long-term partnership right now it may well be that there are other things that you are focusing on right now perfectly fine 
It may well be that you need to prepare or be ready. There may be recovery work, healing work, some deeper work for you to dive into. It's all about recognizing and claiming exactly where you're at and being in a place of self-compassion with exactly where you are at right now. But the invitation here is to be really honest, be real with yourself. What is it that's working for you in this particular situation? And what is it that's not working for you in this particular situation? Don't gloss over that bit. What is it that you're missing out on? Why is it that you are settling for less than the trifecta all at once with the same person at the same time? Because that is what you deserve. And when are you going to draw that line in the sand and say, yes, actually, I'm going to be available for what it is that I do deserve in love, or I'm going to do the work. I'm going to take the steps that need to be taken in order to get to that line in the sand. And I'm going to make that a priority in my life because I do deserve this beautiful, amazing, delicious love. I do deserve to be met. I deserve to be cared for in all of the ways. And it is possible. It is possible for me to receive that love. It's possible for me to co-create a relationship of that caliber, even though that hasn't been my experience in the past, even though I may not have templates or role models around me who have shown me how to do that, I'm going to listen within. I'm going to tap into my own power to create what it is that my heart is yearning for. I'm going to listen to what my heart is telling me, what it is longing for, what it craves, what that whisper is deep down inside of me. If this is resonating and you would like my support with that, I invite you to go and check out my website, essiespencer.com. I offer a group coaching program, which is all about this. And so the details are over there on essiespencer.com. Have a read, see whether it might be something that might be a match for you to support you. If your soul is coming alive, if you're feeling the intuitive call to this, you're always welcome to reach out and ask any questions. I think it's really powerful to even go through a journal exercise with some of the prompts, some of the questions that I've asked inside of this podcast episode. And I'd be really curious to see what comes up for you as well. I am wishing you all of the love that you deserve. <laughs>